Welcome to the More Than a Mama podcast. Let's make some waves today. Hi, y'all. My name is Taylor. I'm a mama, wife, ocean enthusiast, and third grade teacher turned five-figure business owner. On this show, you can expect a strong mixture of sass, vulnerable conversations, and content that will empower you to find your strength and authority within yourself. Together, we will make an impact and rise above the ceiling society places on us. So take a seat and join me. You and your voice are welcome here. everybody. Welcome back to the I'm More right Than a Mama podcast. I am so excited. Today we have a guest expert, Miss Lauren. Lauren, I'm so excited you are joining us today. I'm so excited too. This is going to be so much fun. So I obviously know what you do. For those who don't know, Lauren is actually my wealth coach currently. Um, she has completely transformed, not just like business stuff money-wise, but like my husband and I, like we talk about our finances now, like you've really transformed how we view money in general, but go ahead and tell everybody, like, what do you do? Like, how would you explain what you do? Oh my gosh. Well, it's kind of all encompassing. So I used to just call myself a money coach. Right. But I realized it was, like you said, it's about so much more than just, um, personal finances or even business finances. It's all very connected, especially for business owners, like how you feel about your money, how you organize your finances, how you're paying yourself, how you do your personal budget. Right. And so I kind of expanded into this term wealth coach. And so now I take a very holistic approach to money and I coach people on all, everything that's related to money is like on the table for me. Um, so it's a little bit hard to explain. Um, but I really just try to meet people where they're at in, in terms of their finances. And yeah, does that make sense? <laughs> yeah, no, that makes sense. I, so I first started following you around like, when was it? It was probably November. November-ish. Somewhere. Yeah. Right. So we started following each other then. I remember I did a dive <laughs> with you. Yeah in November. I do remember that. And we realized we had like $3,000 to go put cash down on a car. So we went and did that. And then I remember I watched you from like November until God, it was forever May. (laughs) (laughs) Like knowing that I like, it would really benefit if I worked with you, but I was so nervous because money is such a sensitive topic, right? Like nobody wants to feel like they're not good with money. And I felt like if I was investing in you, that means that I was basically admitting like I suck at my finances, but I really love how Mm -hmm. you approach money and like the relationship you have with money and you really normalize speaking on it because it's not something that's talked about a lot. Yeah. You know, especially as business owners, it's not really talked about. I mean, you can make so much money and not have a good relationship with it still. Right? And then it's like, there's no safety. There's no security. There's no real freedom. And so it's like people keep making all this money. Like we're like a a bunch of 20 something year olds 
making more money than we've ever made in our lives. And it's like, we see this money coming in, but it's like, holy crap. Like you said, I don't know how to manage this money. I suck. That's a thought. Or it's like, I can't sustain this. Like, what am I going to do? I'm just going to spend it all. And then it's all gone. And then it's like, well, am I ever going to be able to make it back? I don't know. I suck. And so everyone keeps coming back to this. Like, there's no trust. There's no safety. There's no security. And so for me, when I coach people, and I say this all the time on my social media, it's like, yes, you need a plan. Like I'm all about it. I will nerd out over a money plan any day of the week. But also how you feel about that plan matters just as much. Like, and you're, you trusting yourself and your ability to manage your money. Well, and that's usually what I end up working with people on is like your ability to sell your ability to sustain your business income, your ability to keep money in your savings account and not keep pulling from it. Like it's all very connected. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. And that's what I love about us working together is I feel like for the first few months, it wasn't even like, how much are you making? It's like, how do you feel about what you currently have? How does making more money make you feel? And I feel like we discovered a lot of like mental blocks. I don't know. I just think it's so cool how you have like a very holistic approach. Um, And we'll go into that in a little bit, but I want to know first, what's your business story? I know that you left your nine to five a few months ago. You like totaled your car the same day, didn't you? Yes. Oh my gosh. I remember that. I was like, oh, she just left her job. Like she doesn't have time for that. But tell us like, how did you get up to where you are? Like, how did you get into doing this full time and now building out like an agency, which is pretty awesome too. Yeah. So we like short version, we started our debt-free journey like years ago, back in 2015. And so I joke that I like would coach people, anyone who would listen, I was like, y'all need to hear this stuff because it works. (laughs) But like, as far as like officially launching my business, I hired my first coach in September of 2019. And then made my first sale in November of 2019. That was like the first sales I ever made were in November. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was selling like $99 deep dives on Black Friday. Yeah, you were. And I was like, dibs. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I had no idea. Like messy action all the way. I had no idea what I was doing. I had never done an intensive before. And I was like, sink or swim. Like, let's go. I'm going to try, like, we're going to see what happens. And so I just like launched messy. Like I got like 11 people in these deep dive sessions and I was like, holy crap, what have I done? (laughs) (laughs) Like genuinely, I remember looking at my husband and I was like, I don't know what I did, but I don't, I messed up. (laughs) And he was like, Lauren, it's going to be fine when the pressure is on, you can perform like you're good. Yeah. And so I got through all those deep dives and I really learned a lot. Like in that month following, I was like, this is who I really like to work with. This is what I really love to talk about. And then I realized in that moment, people are asking me so much more than just like, how much can I put towards my debt this month? Like, it's not just about that. And it was really eye opening. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I realized I was really limiting myself and like what I believed I was capable of doing. Yeah. So then in January, I was like, here's what we're going to do. We're going to launch a group program. I had never booked out my one-on-one. The most money I had ever made in a month was like $300. Mm-hmm. 
Like I had no reason to think that it would work at all. And I launched my group program, the wealth lab and seven people joined. It was crazy town. Yeah. Um, and I just, I don't know. I just kept going. Like I kept taking really, really messy action. I would take the questions that people would ask me. And still to this day, I have like a rolling Google doc of like, what are people asking me? Mm-hmm. What do they want to hear from me? Like, what are they interested in learning? What are they taking away? Yeah. And so that's something that I still to this day come back to. And I just like kept going. And like you said, I decided I wasn't making very much money at my nine to five. It was like less than a thousand dollars a month. So I didn't really have a lot to like live up to before I could like leave. Um, we did have really good health insurance, but like, other than that, there wasn't that much money involved, But, but I, but I put in my notice and I did on my last day, I totaled my car on my way to work. Oh, and I was like, and, and my manager had messaged me the day before. And she was like, are you sure that you really want to leave? Cause like we, you can like go PRN, like you can like whatever. And like, I was yeah, just like, Oh my God. And I was sitting in the tow truck driving home with the car hooked up in the back, texting my husband. And he was like, I'm still in. If you're still in like, Aww. I was like, I guess we're doing this thing. I was terrified. Like I was every other, like equally terrified when I first launched those intensives, when I first launched the program and when I went full time, like it was all really scary, but it has been the most worth it and exciting, like eight months of my entire life. Yeah. And it's crazy. It's crazy how much messy action works. I think that's something I see a lot with like new coaches or or entrepreneurs in general is they wait to have all their backends. They wait to have X, Y, Z done. And I did kind of the same thing. Like I just started launching stuff, you know, I'm like, here we go. Here we go. Like, let's just launch some crap. And I feel like that's the difference between making money and not is you don't wait for everything to fall together, be perfect. Yeah. I know when I launched, I had no backend systems. I had nothing ready. I was like, mm-hmm. I'm just ready to help people and make some money. You know, yeah. I so made the wealth lab like weekly as the wealth lab went, I made it weekly as it went. Like it was yeah. not made before I launched it. At yeah. All. Like, and sometimes that's where like really good things come from. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I love just how I remember watching you launch those for black Friday. And again, I was like, yes, (laughs) me. (laughs) (laughs) Like really the Lord, we met for that intensive. We did that intensive. And then like two days later, Tyler and I put down $3,000 on a, a car. Yeah. You literally like, we've never looked at our budget before. Like you laid it out and we're like, oh my God, we have like $3,000 hanging out and we need a new car. Like, let's go buy a new car. So we bought a new car the day before Thanksgiving. I remember a powerful thing. What? (laughs) Like, I mean that, and that's so not to sound like, oh, I'm so awesome, but like ridiculous things happen after deep dive sessions. People are like, oh, I have $3,000. I've had clients literally pay off like $7,000 of debt the day after a deep dive session or like choose to hire like a one-on-one business coach that they've been dying to hire, but they were like, didn't feel like they could afford it or like move crazy. I mean, it's just like crazy things happen. And do it like confidently. Yeah. You know, and like 
feel really good about spending money. I know my, and you, of course, you know this, but my relationship with money all has been very up and down. <laughs> I either stress because I feel like we don't have enough or I get like a lot and I hit my high months and I feel like I'm not capable of like handling it. Mm-hmm. So I really like that you encourage being kind of in between, you know, you take that mm-hmm. approach of being really happy with what you have and making what you have work while also being excited about whatever's coming. Um, so I don't know. I just feel like how you approach it is unlike a lot of money coaches that I see, cause it's very not holistic, but almost, yeah, you know, you really dive into like, how does money make you feel? Why do you feel that way? Where does that come from? So I'd love for you to share like on how you coach your clients to approach money, like how I, and I know it varies between clients. Like with me, you're like, Taylor, let's talk about our feelings. (laughs) Let's not even get to every dollar. Let's talk about why we're stressing about having a really great month. Like, how do you feel like you coach your clients? Like a general idea. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. And I do have like a very like basic, like structure, you know? Um, and so I will start with like logistically laying out all the facts first. Like that's where I start with everyone. Um, So when we do a deep dive or if they sign on for six months or even if they join the wealth lab or whatever it is, um, like the first thing that we do is we take an inventory of what are the facts, you know, Mm -hmm. how much money is hanging out in the bank account? How much debt do we have? What are the interest rates? What are your bills? Like objectively, what do we have going on? Because For so many people, the fear he like warps their mind a little bit. And so like the feelings take over mm-hmm. more than the facts. And so they think things are so much worse than they actually are. Like yeah. 98% <laughs> of the time, that's what happens. Um, and so for anyone listening, I would really encourage you, even whether you hire me or not ever, like mm-hmm. facts over feelings first, right? Yeah. So that's the like, first step. And then after we lay out, like, this is what your budget could look like, right? My next step is what makes you happy? Like, what do you like to spend your money on? What do you, what do you have? Like those moments of like, I wish I could, or man, I want to do that. But like all those different kinds of thoughts, because what usually happens is we have all these things that we want. You know, like for me, it was date night for a long time. It was like, man, I wish we could like go out. Like I really like going out, but we were in debt. And so it was like not allowed, you know, like you're not supposed to like go out when you're in debt. Mm -hmm. Um, But then what I would end up doing is I would like shop on Amazon or I'd go to Target and I'd spend like hundreds of hundreds of dollars on garbage that I didn't need. (laughs) Right. And so it's like when you objectively lay things out as like, what is not necessary and we can cut it out. And what are the things that we actually want? This is how we like create a plan that's really important. And like that fits your life and makes you feel good. And so that's the next question I ask people. And then from there, it's all about accountability, like Mm -hmm. finding someone or something to hold you accountable with the plan itself. But also like you said, my favorite question, all my clients joke with me about this. They're like, I know you're just going to ask me how I feel, but (laughs) (laughs) I already go ahead and send you voice messages. Like, this is how I feel. (laughs) Yeah. Cause I'm going to ask like, yeah. My favorite question. Okay. But like, how are you feeling? <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Because it matters, right? Like 
if you have a high month and you don't trust yourself to keep it up or spend it well, or you don't trust that it'll happen again, are you going to go out and spend $4,000 and like find a way to use it because it, it makes you feel more in control to like get to choose where it goes before it gets taken away? Like yeah. how you feel about the money matters. So like, that's a very like basic layout of the way yeah. that I like to approach it. Yeah. I love that. I love how you specifically talk to entrepreneurs with having like those high months. A lot of people think that just because you make X amount of money suddenly means that you're happy. But like, I mean, you know, this Lauren, for me personally, like I struggle with making high months, like emotionally mm-hmm. because I get in scarcity mode. It is very emotional. Or it's easy for me to be like, oh my God, I have like $8,000. What do I even do with this? You know, I want to use it correctly. So like, if you're not used to trusting yourself with money, it doesn't become enjoyable. So the fact where I almost think you repel it. Yes, that happened. I have a client who literally made her highest month ever. And it was like $16,000 cash. Uh Uh-huh. And it was such a shock to her system because she didn't trust herself. Yeah. But to this day, she has never hit that amount again. And as a matter of fact, it was halved the next month. Ah. Like she self-sabotaged to the point where it was literally cut in half. And, you know, as a coach, it was like, I kind of had to let her like process that on her own Mm -hmm. and work through those feelings of guilt and like resentment and bitterness and like disappointment, like all those things. But also knowing that like, business finances isn't just about what's the highest month I can hit. It's about what feels safe for you and what feels sustainable for you. You know, like for me, it's never about like, Oh, I'm going to go out and hit a 20 K month. Cause if I'm being really honest, like $20,000 a month still doesn't feel safe to me. Like when I think about $20,000 in a month, I'm like, that brings up like (laughs) really that brings up some guilty feelings for me. Yeah. But I'm like aware enough to like know that. Mm-hmm. And so for me, I'm more like sustainable, like somewhere between 10 and 15 K. Like I can sustain that and I'm cool. And once yeah. I build that safety, then we'll like, then we'll scale, then we'll yeah. move up, you know? Yeah. Um, oh, I know. Yeah. I remember, remember in May I had like an $8,000 month and I almost lost my marbles Yeah. Because I didn't know what to do. Like I was so stressed that I made that much money, which sounds dumb. Like y'all are probably listening. Y'all are like, that's stupid Taylor. But like, when you don't have a good relationship with money, you know, you can be making all the money in the world and just not feel like in control. Mm -hmm. But I remember like June and July, we worked really hard on, like, I personally worked really hard on that. And then in July, when I had like that $13,000 month, it was so much fun. Like it was so fun. I was so proud of you. But it was not like, I actually enjoyed it. And then I'm like, okay, like I could do that again. You know, I know what to do with it. I know what our goals are. I know what I can and can't do. Like, yeah. And then I, I just feel like I was like a money magnet. It was so crazy. That's the first time that's ever happened. (laughs) Yeah. That easy for me. Not easy. I mean, I hate that word you put in work, but it's just crazy how like good it feels. Mm -hmm. So I love just that you really care about how your clients feel when they make money because that's sustainable. You know, I can take that when we're done working together and continue to apply it and that's sustainable. So I really like that. 
So talk about your agency because you're kind of expanding out. Yeah. So talk about that too, because that's crazy. Like talk about messy action. <laughs> messy action. Yes. So I always kind of knew that I didn't like just want to do one thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, my group program is called the Wealth Lab. And I was messaging my friend and now OBM Kirsten, literally yes. at 1 a.m. Kirsten. Like, I was in the shower on Instagram, <laughs> voice memoing Kirsten, because I had this idea, right? I don't know. Everyone has their like place where like ideas come, right? Like yep. my ideas come when I'm in the shower. TMI, <laughs> but that's where we are. Mine is the bubble bath. <laughs> <laughs> and so I like have my phone like stuck out of the shower curtain and I'm like, Kirsten, <laughs> I have this idea and no one is doing this. Yeah. And she was like, okay, like, why are you telling me? But okay, I'm here for it. (laughs) I really don't know. Like we were just messaging. Like, I don't know why I was telling her. I mean, it was a God thing. Like I fully believe that now. Yeah. But I was like, I want to have like a one-stop money shop, like Mm -hmm. where anyone can come and like, they can be met where they're at, whether they need coaching, whether they need bookkeeping and business finances, whether they need recommendations for insurance, whether they need investing, like a whole money picture, one-stop money shop. And Kirsten messaged me back and she was like, so basically an actual working wealth lab, like that's what we're talking about. And I was like, so cool. <laughs> this is it. Like, this is the vision. This is the idea. And from there it was like, cause I originally was just messaging her because I wanted her to like repurpose my old content. Mm -hmm. I had never hired a VA. I've never had a social media manager. I've never outsourced a single thing ever in my life. Yeah. And in that hour messy action, here we go, y'all. Yeah. In that hour long conversation, I went from, hi, can I hire you and pay you like a thousand bucks to repurpose my content to just kidding. We're going to sign a $15,000 contract and you're going to be my OBM because I'm going to start an agency. Yeah. It's going um, good though, right? Because you're opening up bookkeeping right now. Yeah. You hired yeah. your mom, which is I the cutest my thing. <laughs> my mom is going to be like, so we both actually just got like our pro advisor licenses with QuickBooks. So now we're both QuickBooks certified. Um, and she's on the team now. Um, and we're actually onboarding like five people this month, which is really crazy. That's like awesome, our first though. month on. So yeah. Yay! I'm so excited for you. Okay, so let's talk mom life real quick because we were just talking about this before the call. (laughs) Um, so I know that you're staying home with your little. Um, how have you juggled doing both? Like, how have you managed growing your business, building on an agency now, and being a mom? I don't say balance because I know it's not balance. Like right before this call, y'all, Lauren was like yeah, my daughter might come. She's having kind of a day. And I'm like, I'm sitting in a closet recording this. So I can't hear my daughter yell in her bed. (laughs) So tell me kind of how you like juggle, how you're juggling everything. Yeah. So my daughter's four, she just turned four in June. Um, we were very much looking forward to like a two day a week preschool thing. That's not happening. Thank you. COVID. Um, so they actually like just sent out a message. The preschool that we were going to send her to is going to not do it at all in mm-hmm. 2020, 2021. Um, so, and my husband works a lot. Like I'll put that out there. Um, yeah. my husband works probably 
70 hours a week, something like that. So he's mm-hmm. gone from like 7 a.m. until 8 p.m., 9 p.m., five, six days a week. Yeah. Um, so it's pretty much just me and Sophia hanging mm-hmm. out. Um, so it's been really interesting. I have had to have a lot of grace for myself and the process. I'm also very upfront with all my clients. Like all of my clients know, like Sophia is in the picture. She's on my Instagram stories all the time. I kind of set the expectation of like, she's, (laughs) she's part of the package and Mm -hmm. she loves everyone and she'll cheer everyone one on, but she'll also probably be right here next to me asking for some pretzels. So I think I just had to learn that my people would be okay with the real mom life stuff, yeah. you know, like, and there are some people who aren't and that's okay. Cause they're not my people. So I had to kind of let go of those expectations of like perfection and coming off as not the mom that I am. So yeah. that was a big thing. And then actually having set aside time for her has been mm-hmm. really helpful too, because before I would just like try to be doing five things at once. Like yeah. I have my laptop and I'd be like on my phone and then I'd be like having a snack and doing playtime and try, like, yeah. it was a mess. It was a mess. It's a lot. And so now it's like, no, I, when I'm like, when I'm doing like learning things with her, like if we're working on the alphabet, like my computer's not out and my phone's mm-hmm. not out and we're just doing that. And I'm focusing yeah. on her. Um, so then I can feel less guilty like right now. she's on her tablet while I'm doing this (laughs) yeah but you have to I mean like Tyler's been home you know since COVID but he was back to school the 19th I don't even know what day it is and next week I think yeah it's just gonna be me and Chloe so I'm kind of the same way like my clients I mean they're all amazing I'm like this is what you get like if I have to like mute myself real quick so I can like get onto Chloe don't you love that when you're on a client call and you're like Sophia. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I had a client call the other day and I had to mute and they I could hear her like talking when I walked away and she was like, Oh, you know it's bad when she had to mute it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, I mean, you just gotta do what you gotta do, you know. Yeah. I was talking to Tyler because he was like, Oh, are you just gonna work during Chloe's nap times? And I'm like, that's like two hours a day. You know, I got some, I got some stuff to do, babe. Like I can't, but I think I might do the same, like make the morning time, like no phone, no work. Like, let's go to the park. Let's run a few laps. Let's get really tired. Yeah. Maybe something where I do have time where I'm focusing on her. Cause I think I do, I try to do the same. I'm like on a call, I'm helping her with flashcards. Like we have lots of different things going on. It's just so stressful. So I have a lot of mom entrepreneurs that listen. What are your top three tips you'd give to my mom entrepreneur followers? Life related or money related or both? Anything. <laughs> Literally just top three tips that you have. Um, oh my gosh. Okay. Well, um, we've all, we've all learned this entire conversation first messy action and ditching the perfectionism. Like yeah. if I can tell anyone anything about money business life it comes back to that like Mm -hmm. coming from the most control free person you will probably ever meet recovering perfectionist yeah over here like my business would not be here if I hadn't learned how to just do the thing that I felt like I was being called to do 
yeah. regardless if it was done or perfect or pretty or met, like you could hire someone later. That's what Kirsten is doing at you. Yep. Just, like she's literally rebuilding all of my messy systems. Yeah. But we're at a point now where we can. So mm-hmm. messy action all the way. Um, I would also say like find someone or something to like, just talk to and be you and be yourself. So for me, yeah. I have like a couple of really, really great friends in the space who get it. Um, but I'm also like very spiritual. Um, so I pray a lot and I have my like time with Jesus and that's like a daily thing. And so, yeah. um, when I fall off of that, like if I, cause I tend to like withdraw when I get really overwhelmed, my anxiety, I have a lot of, a lot of anxiety. I don't take medicine because I don't love the way it makes me feel, but I could. (laughs) Um, and so when that happens, I withdraw, like I won't respond to my friends who are texting me. I won't answer, but like, I don't know why, but I'm just like, I feel like I have to be by myself until I can fix it. Mm -hmm. And so something that I've gotten a lot better at is actually finding people to connect with who get it and being okay with asking for help and reaching out and having people hold me accountable. So that has nothing to do with money, but that's massive. (laughs) I think that's a, yeah. I mean, that's such a big deal though. That community aspect, finding people who aren't trying to sell you something, (laughs) who aren't going to like try to coach you, you know, like I just want to be able to talk openly without people wanting to like fix it all the time. Yeah. That's so important. Yeah. That's so important. And then I think the last thing I would say um, is to me, being intentional with your money, both mm-hmm. in personal life and in business. I was actually just talking, I was talking to a bunch of people about this over the last few days because um, everyone's been on social media, like how much money you make in a month and like their monthly income reports at the end of the month. And like when you invest in a coach, like people, a lot of people will hire a coach based on how much money they make or how successful it looks like they are. And so to me, it's so much more important to hire someone based on like the kind of questions that they ask and like, do they actually care? Are they intentional with their money? Right? Like it's not just how much money you say you're making, but also like, can you teach me how to earn the same amount of money? Can you teach me how to be organized? Can you teach me how to believe in myself? Can you teach me how to keep my money? Like if I really wanted to do that, you know? And so really being intentional with where you're spending your money in your personal life, but also in your business Mm -hmm. is huge. Don't get tiny object syndrome. Don't let anybody else tell you what to do. What do you actually want? Yeah. And like really trust yourself that like what you want is a good thing. I know that's something that you I feel like we worked on a lot. I'm just telling everybody about, (laughs) but really like Lauren's really transformed my money relationship y'all. And it's been cool because it's like trickled into our personal life too. Like we're just so much aware and I can spend money and have fun. Like July, I bought like a new MacBook, you know, and it felt great when typically I feel guilty for buying something that expensive, but I don't even know where the heck I was going with that. I had the same thing. One of my clients messaged me today and she was like, I'm not sure how you're going to feel about this, but I'm just going to tell you, I went to Lululemon or whatever. Yes. And yeah. I was like, all right, here for it. I've never been to Lululemon, but like, sure. What up? Like, <laughs> what, what is that? And she was like, 
well, I spent quite a few dollars on some leggings and I was like, all right, cool. Did we update the budget? And she was like, I'm not quite sure how you're going to respond to this. And I was like, what is she getting at right now? And then she told me how much money she spent. And I was like, bet, did you track it? (laughs) She was like, you're not mad. And I was like, why in the world would I be mad? Like, are you happy? Do you feel guilty? Like, was it a planned per like, can we go through the questions? And if you're like, yes, I'm happy. No, I don't feel guilty. Yes. I wanted them. And I've been thinking about them forever. Like, cool. (laughs) Yeah. Go. Yeah. It's like, I just love how much you talk about trusting yourself, being safe, trusting yourself. Like it's okay to spend money on things besides debt. I feel like that's something that sets you apart. I love how much you educate on that. But I remember, I think like this, I don't even know if I've told you this before. Like I kind of had this thought like, oh my God, we're going to have to put everything towards these stupid student loans that we're still paying off. (laughs) Cause I see a lot of people talk about that with money, like talking about your debt is killing you, blah, blah, blah. But like my family and I, we have a lot of other goals outside of debt. Like, yes, Mm -hmm. that's important, but we want a house, you know, we want to have another kid down the road. Like we have other things. So I appreciate that you really look at you educate on what your clients need to know, like you inform us, but you also really take into account like what we want and mm-hmm. you honor that. So I really appreciate that. I love you so much. I'm so grateful for you. <laughs> oh, I love that's like my goal. And I, I used to feel really like I'm not like a typical money coach. Yeah. And like, does that, you know, does that make me a bad coach? Like, what are people going to think? What are people going to say? But like my clients get really great results. And mm-hmm. they pay off their debt and they're happy. So like, who gives a crap if it takes you six more months to pay off the student loans? Most yeah. of us are 20 something. Yeah. Like we have our whole lives to like do other things with our, you know? Yeah. You already know. <laughs> I just think your how you view it is so unique. I love that you really, you really care about your clients, like what they want individually while also educating us like, okay, Taylor, I know you want that. But remember, like the interest rate on this thing, like, <laughs> let's keep this in mind too. So it just makes you, it like really empowers us to make good decisions on our own, which yeah. I really, really appreciate. Yeah. Um, okay. Last but not least. Um, so, you know, on this podcast, we're all about doing more, breaking down ceilings, taking ourselves out of our boxes. I feel like you are a great example of that just with your messy action taking, you live so passionately through your business and it's paid off. Right. And I know everything that you're creating right now is going to impact so many lives. I'm so grateful for you. Thank you so much for coming on before we go. Can you let my audience know whatever you have coming up in the future with, I don't even know what you have going on. <laughs> so many things. I won't overwhelm everybody. Literally. Like two I'm... to three top things that you have coming up. Um, yeah. So the Wealth Lab is coming back. We're going to be launching that again. Yay. Um, which is my like very all-encompassing, very educational group program. Yeah. Um, just a lot of very like fundamental like money knowledge that most people don't learn. Most people are not taught in school. Mm -hmm. Um, And so really getting all the facts down. But it also has like a live Q&A component because of the way that I like to teach, right? Because it's not just a one size fits all. Mm -hmm. So every week during that program, we all come on and everyone gets a chance for open coaching. So I really, really love that program. 
and it's actually the last time I'm launching it live and I can't say too much about why but that is coming um in September and I also have a course that I'm creating specifically just for entrepreneurs about um profit margins and business Mm -hmm. finances and pricing your offers for profit so you can get paid um It doesn't have a name yet. When That's is that I'm coming? Thinking. I haven't even heard about that one yet. When, uh, like around when is that launching? So I'm also hoping to have, I'm hoping to have that done as like a mini course launch by the end of August. So we're like working on it behind the scenes and again, messy action. Yeah. I'm like, That's like 20 days. <laughs> I know Kirsten's making me the slides right now. And then we're going to start recording this week. (laughs) It's fine. We're fine. (laughs) Fine. We're fine. Um, so yeah, that that's what's happening. And then the last, the other course that I'm working on totally all very different things. Right. So like everyone can see like messy action and I'm very multi-passionate as an entrepreneur. Yeah. Um, so if that is you too, don't let anyone tell you, you have to niche down or stick to a box because I haven't, and it's working just fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, my other course that I'm launching is called God is my business partner. Yes. Um, very spiritual. And that really came from a place of, because I am so spiritual and I do believe so deeply in God and Jesus and the Bible, the way that a lot of people talk about like manifesting money just never really resonated with me. Mm-hmm. Um, and it never really sat well with me, but I do believe that God provides, right? And I fully believe that he is like partnered in my business and Mm -hmm. in my personal life and in my money and all of those. So this is really for those people who, and like mini course, like this is going to be less than 50 bucks. It was just a really fun project for me to get to work on. Yeah. Um, So for people who really just want to connect more deeply on a spiritual level and bring God into their business and their mission. So that's coming too. I'm really excited. I love that. And when is that, when is that coming out? also in the next few weeks. Oh my God. <laughs> I love that. Well, this episode, we're recording this so early in August, y'all. It's airing the first week of September. Yeah. So these will probably be done by the time this airs. By the time they're listening. So about three weeks, we'll see if it happens. I'm just Can kidding. I get myself together under a deadline. Like the <laughs> I'm under pressure. So we're going to crush it. It's fine. <laughs> Well, Lauren, thank you so much for being on. Y'all can go follow her on Instagram at Wealth with Lauren. I'll put her Instagram tag. Do you have any other platforms besides Instagram? You have like a website, don't you? Yeah, my website. Um, it is. Uh, oh my god, I just changed it. You don't have to know. I'll just put it in the show notes. <laughs> yeah, it's like the Wealth Lab and Co. It's my agency name. Oh. Um. So yeah, agency. I'll have to send it to you. Okay. Well, I'll put those in the show notes. Y'all go check out Lauren. She has some awesome things launching by the time y'all listen to this episode. Thank you so much for coming on today, Lauren. This was so much fun. Thank you for having me, friend. You're welcome. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the More Than a Mama podcast. Before you go fold that laundry that's been sitting there since last weekend, I have one more thing for you. My mission is to create content that serves and impacts you. So if you love what you heard today, please leave me a review on Apple Podcasts, screenshot your review, and tag me on Instagram at morethanamama underscore so I can connect and create content for you, my listeners. Thanks so much for listening and I will see you on the next episode. Don't forget to make waves today. Bye.